0: fans to another episode of the comic bookies podcast here we are for episode 160 got a lot to get into so let's roll or as russell wilson says let's ride nfl week one is in the books we have of course the post monday night football overreactions from the comic bookies and yes we have a check-in from the super contest and one of us did not do well at all college football week two Uh, reactions and also week three previews and NASCAR playoffs ends the final or the first round, excuse me, at the night race in Bristol. We have reactions from Kansas and over in comic books and entertainment news. We have lots of books to get into DC Image, Vault Comics, AWA, Marvel, just to name a few and in news, Sean is back. So House of Dragons and the new Lord of the Rings shows and the boys. It is under discussions and everything you need to know from D23 convention. This is episode 160. Let's roll, baby. as that music fades we are back with the 160th issue of the comic bookies podcast thank you so much for watching on youtube or listening wherever you get your podcasts this issue like every other issue is brought to you by treasure island comics in fremont california this week wednesday september 14th 2022 is new comic book day Go out and support your local comic book shop wherever you are. But for us, it is Alex over at TI. Uh, He can get you your books any way you want. Walk in and get them. He can walk them out to you in the parking lot, or like myself, he can mail them to you. Uh, But yeah, go and get those books and read more comics. Um, Mark, Sean, welcome back. It was a very eventful week one. You know, we'll get into in a minute, you know, but not so good for our teams. Uh, Not so good for myself in the contest. Mark, on the other hand, did well. But yeah, I can't wait, I can't wait to uh, start this podcast off right.
1: What's up, fellas? What up, what up, man? Happy Monday evening. Things are good, bro. The heat wave is gone. Let's get that out of the way so I'm in a better mood. I'm in a good mood. i am going to worry right. about being cranky and all that stuff. But no, nah, man, everything is good. Week one, super fun, exciting. Like you said, it sucks that our team lost. We'll get into all that stuff later. But no, nah, overall, it was a good week one, definitely. Mr. Mark,
2: how you doing, boy? Good, good, brother. Welcome back. Nice to have you on. Um, it is week one is in the books, week two for college, and we had some fun games over there. But yeah, just excited to talk about some actual games now get rid of you know or be done with all the preseason hoopla and whatnot and just all the predictions now we kind of have a little bit of overreaction and underreaction as we all like to do in these parts of town when it comes to these monday morning quarterbacks and whatnot but yeah life's been all right man just uh like i always like to say these dog days of summer are winding down uh that heat wave is over here in california and hopefully, um, it doesn't come back because we need the rain a lot damn more than we need the heat. Um, drying up all these lakes over here and whatnot. But man, um, just excited to have some pigskin back. Um, you know, kind of sucked because love NASCAR, but it was a little bit put on the back burner this week, but, um, we're going to get rotty. into. You didn't do the Rowdy Roddy Piper. You didn't do the picture in nah, picture. I didn't. I wasn't. I was at a buddy's house watching the Raider game, Uh-oh. so I wasn't. But I did kind of have it on my phone. Not really any um, audio, but man, football's king, especially that week one right now. And when the you know when the gambling uh, starts tickling, you know I gotta itch it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's just us. Uh, you know, birthday's coming up in a couple months. I got yes, Disneyland coming up in about a month, so. We'll see. Oh,
0: hold the phone. Hold the phone. We're hearing this. Hold the phone. You just didn't slip that in there and expect not to talk about it. You know what? You're going to Disneyland. Oh, man, for Halloween. Um, I mean, now now, now you guys have gone to Halloween before. That's like your thing, right? Like you guys really enjoy the Halloween or is it just the right time
2: for you to go? Well, it's my daughter's birthday and it's my birthday. So it kind of makes sense. Make no mistake, Michael and Sean. It's not really my decision. If it was up (laughs) To me, you know, I'd be saving up to go to Phoenix down here in November, try to make Daytona over there in February, right? So, but it's for the kid and it kind of just got put together about three days ago. My wife kind of just said it. I mean, whatever, you know, our situation, we're currently trying to, you know, buy a house, you know, make a better living. So going to Disneyland and spending money on the mouse ain't really, you know, in my cards, but you know what I always say, Mark loves the kids, so got to do it for the kids. Very <laughs> oh, fun man. little weekend getaway. I enjoy driving. I like going down to, you know, Southern California, different vibe than Northern California, and um it's always fun to drive down there check out a beach. And as you guys well know, and other people apart around the country and around the world, we get like an Indian summer here in these times of the year in the California Bay Area, especially and. Um, gets really warm, September, October. Good time to hit some beaches without the coastal fog and all that. So yeah, we'll see, guys. But, man, it's going to be a fun episode. 160 and getting closer, inching to 200, boys. That's crazy you say that because, it, like, my next Disneyland trip, I'm super
0: excited for because guess what? I'm not bringing the kids.
1: That's going to be a good time for sure. Yeah, but I- the
0: next – yeah, next February, just me and Danielle are going down there for it's like a combination of everything. Like her birthday, our anniversary is the next month, and everything. I'm gonna try to corral my birthday into it in May, so it's like we don't have to spend money on me in May. Yeah. Like let's just kind of do the whole thing like that w- weekend, and just just us two have a nice weekend. So yeah, excited for you guys. That's awesome. I All think
2: we I think we went when she was three and four, and we haven't gone when she was five or six. So now that she's seven uh hopefully it won't be as hard no no strollers and whatnot yeah, she's older yeah. now so. very true we Think it'll got be the fun.
1: Disneyland trip plan man I love it Mark got <sighs> the October trip I got the end of November and Mike got that February bro I like it's it it's cool yeah you, I mean we
0: hit all seasons right that means you hit Halloween Sean when does when is uh, Christmas
1: starts on like November? I think the second week of November, all Christmas right, so, stuff is up. So we'll get the Christmas decor. We should
0: get Christmas and then we'll just have just regular ass Disneyland. Yeah. Nothing wrong but with speaking that. of Disneyland. We have plenty of news to get into as far as Disney, uh, you know, Disney owned, you know, uh, properties and the actual entities. Theme parks. Yeah. All the entities and what you can expect uh, in the next uh, two to three years. So I can't wait to get into that. But. Let's get into the most important thing of the podcast for the next, uh, 22, 23 weeks, uh, depending on how, you know, upset the Raiders make me, but NFL week one is in the books. Let's just jump right into it, fellas. Um, so as everyone knows, um, you know, we are here in the Bay area or in the, you know, California, right? So, uh, me, me and Mark, you know, our Raiders lost, um, and Sean, your 49ers lost in a, you know, wet game out, out there in Chicago, um, we can kind of react to those games first and then react to anything else you kind of wanted to, whether it be for fantasy, whether it be for your gambling purposes, our super contest. Um, I will pull up the, uh, the standings. Uh, we, we have the official standings and the updates from week one. So we'll go ahead and get into that in a, in a little bit. But
1: as far as right now is concerned, Sean Niners, what happened, man? I uh, just stupid self and put the mistakes, man. That's it. Uh, I'm happy with how Trey played considering the circumstances and the weather and just the way the game went man he didn't do bad at all i don't think you could have put jimmy in there and he had done any better i might as well just get that out of the way before i hear certain people not in the podcast which just anyone oh, jimmy should have played and jimmy wouldn't have won that game either uh we had three third downs that we got stops on but we also committed a first down penalty and chicago scored touchdowns on all of his drives there's the game there was a the game, it was discipline. I think we had the second or third most penalties in week one. The most, I believe, penalty yards. I, 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 there's nothing more to say? There really is nothing more to say. I mean, if we could have won seven to nothing, I wouldn't have cared. Just get out of there with the wind. The weather sucked. They not want no one to get hurt. Elijah Mitchell, of course, he goes down. What are the odds of that? Niner running back. But yeah, just a tough week. But good thing is we got 16 more weeks, just like you guys, so... This is all I just had to bounce back. Mark, I'm yep. sure you watch football weekend. You guys are Raiders, you know, tough loss. You guys were right there. And, hey, I watched that game. And I thought you guys were going to be
2: able to pull it out. What do you think, bro? Gambling purposes, I'll tell you what, 49ers blew up a lot of money line parlays, a yeah, lot of teasers, you. a lot of talking heads. I heard a lot of, you know, people that I follow and, um, you know, professional type uh, handicappers out there. A lot. A lot of guys were taking Niners on the teaser, teasing them down to minus one. You know, it yeah. seemed a little bit easy to me. Um, Bears, although I do not like playing, you know, teams with like newer head coaches, I did stay away from this game personally. I took it in one of my contests, which, you know, helped me propel myself to three and two in that one. But, you know, I kind of like the Bears in this spot. Obviously, the Niners going away. We saw the field conditions, you know, Justin Fields. In his second year. So he's got one more year under his belt, you know, than, uh, Trey did. So, you know, I kind of, in, I kind of like the bears here at a, as a home underdog, but you know, I'll get to the Raiders in a little bit. I know Mike wants to, you know, touch on that one, but you know, another game that was a big, you know, underdog that was divisional here was the Steelers and Bengals. That one was crazy in the overtime. I said, we're about to have two games, went we'll up in a tie. You usually don't get two ties mm-hmm. in a whole season. And it was looking like we were going to end up with two ties there. But that didn't come to fruition. The Steelers obviously handled that one 23 to 20 with Joe Burrow having a horrible first half, man. And, um, you know, I think he wants to put that away. That's good that um it happened early in the season. First game. But, you know, I think he did, he had like an appendectomy, I believe. So he, like Derek Carr, also didn't see one preseason snap. And I think this is going to start changing because a lot of these teams, man, they I think it's going to be, you know, kind of put more emphasis on, you know, them having to play at least a game or a series in the preseason because you saw Derek Carr come out there with three turnovers. You saw Burrow with like a couple turnovers and it's just and like five. But yeah, it's like they're, they're they need real time, you know, game snaps and whatnot. And, um, I think that maybe they could have had a little they could have played a little bit better, both teams, the Raiders and you know, the Bengals, if they would have had more snaps. Um, I gotta
1: cut you off, Mark, for like cut, one second, just so my thought doesn't go away to what you just said. For all the people that hate preseason, they made it a stat on Twitter. This I don't know who the hell I follow that posted it, but they said quarterbacks after tonight were three and eight who didn't start or who didn't play a single snap in the preseason. Russell yeah. Wilson was another one. So, I mean, it's true. You can get all the scrimmage you want, these little joint practices, but you need live action. And, you know, in the pudding. I yeah. mean, those,
2: those, you know, those three turnovers from Carr, obviously, like Mike said, points off turnovers, they got 10 and we lose by five. You know, that's the game right there. And just those are just bad mistakes underthrown And, you know, just I don't know, man, because um, right. you threw out there a few stats earlier today when we were texting that the Chargers
0: and the Raiders had identical stats. I forgot what they were. Yeah. I think they were first downs and point and uh, yards 18 per play. First
2: downs, 5.7 yards per play. It was identical. You're right.
1: right. And, they
2: and you know, when the Raiders turned it up a little bit on defense coming mm-hmm. up in the second half, they played good. Right. Uh, Herbert, you hold Herbert to two yeah, stops.
1: It's like two you or hold three Her- straight
2: stops. You hold Herbert to 24 points. That should be a win, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And shit, right? It just doesn't happen. But, uh, you saw Miami. We talked about this in the, in the season, uh, preview here about how we didn't think New England or myself personally don't want to put words in your guys' mouth, but myself personally, I didn't think that New England was going to be as good this season. And here they are, you know, um, only seven points. I mentioned to you guys the lowest scoring teams this, uh, this this week and man what do you guys want to talk about that Sunday night game man I'll, I'll hand the floor to you guys to talk about you know for one did we think that is the you know is Dallas that bad or is Tom just still that good after missing his preseason right that's a guy that doesn't miss a beat though right and I mean
0: even when Dak was playing before he got hurt they weren't doing anything Yeah, doing absolutely not a lick of anything. It it, and it seems to me that the defense is going to keep them in games. The defense played pretty well. I mean, again, like we said with Herbert, he kept Tom Brady and all those weapons to to less than twenty points. On you know, and you're at home. Dallas Cowboys should come away with a win right there. Uh, Yeah, it's some of these games are the you know you'll go back and it's like damn, well that was probably just a week one jitters, right? Like get all this crap out of your system, Burrow, Car, you know. The, you know K- Dallas Cowboys offense I'm sure
1: they'll rebound but yeah it would, some of these games were a little wacky to me that game was close too and that's the thing like for a while it was like 12 three for the longest time and I'm like Dallas you guys are to right? play away from getting back in the game but there were certain stats to me I'm just like I think Zeke played only 51 percent of the snaps CD Lamb had like two drops. He didn't look like a receiver, one, in my opinion. I mean, now I'm really thinking they're regretting getting rid of Amari Cooper Mm because Amari Cooper, despite his stat line, was getting open all day in that Cleveland game. I'm like, that boy can still play some football. And I mean, now you lose, obviously, Dak. I mean, sorry, Cooper Rush is not going to cut it. I mean, they're the only team that did not win in that NFC division. And there's no way in hell that they're going to be competing versus Philadelphia anytime soon. I mean, I think it's eight weeks, they want to say, for Dak being gone. So, I mean, if they win three games, if they go 500, have, God, that's going to be a win. That's but a miracle. I, right? that, that's going to be a miracle at this point because their offense, they don't move the ball. Speaking of that division, what about that uh,
0: second half, uh, just total meltdown by Tennessee, letting the Giants come back on the road. Dude, Saquon Barkley, though? He looked Ooh. like his old self, 165 yards in a tug, dude. That was that, that was smile. Nice.
1: Look at that smile you said it with, though, too. I think Saquon has that effect, man. People want Saquon healthy. People want Saquon good. Like Even like that coach. He's a new head coach. I don't know what team he came from, but like, the way he was just grabbing players, hugging players. Like, You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's some good energy right there, man. Saquon right. looked good, bro.
0: Yeah. On the other hand, and the other New York team did not look good. Uh, you know, the Jets just... Mustering up less than ten points at home against the Ravens, And it was just some of those games where I where I thought that it would be closer that uh, I didn't put my name down for the contest. They ended up being kills, right? Yeah. And then like I put my name on the Niners, so I thought that they were going to go in there on the right. road and kill, and then they outright lose. They out they they the Bears outright covered them. Yeah. Same with the Bengals. I put uh, I I thought that the Patriots and, and Dolphins was going to be a closer game. Boom, no. I thought I was like you know what seven and a half. It's kind of like it's kind of a it's a trap, right, for the Jets and Ravens. Mm -hmm. Nope, it wasn't a trap. It was exactly who they they thought it was, right. And then you
2: know, well, I mean, you got to realize that it was Flacco starting that, right. It's not. It. I mean, once I knew, once I found out Flacco was starting that game, I mean, right. Dude's a statue going against his old team. It's like I wasn't expecting anything from you know from the Jets with Flacco in there, and then. if it would have been the other kid, what's his damn name? Um, the one that was do was was with the mom's friend. <laughs> oh, the that, the, that the G. That's Ms. Zach Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, if it was Wilson, <laughs> Wilson, a brain fart right there. Yeah, I mean even even with Zach Wilson, I wouldn't expect the Jets to you know win this game. But I would say that Zach Wilson probably would have made the line a little bit lower, but um, and probably gave him a better chance, but. That what that didn't happen and um yeah Ravens twenty four to nine there Flacco although Freaking one
1: fi- uh, Packers oh my God oh, they look bad <laughs> oh, they look Jesus, bad dude. I mean that defense you know on paper they got a really really nice defense but if that defense is on the field the whole damn game I and mean, you can't even play defense for so long <laughs> they're offense and they can't no one catch the damn football right I,
0: I mean, mean and then how how bad the offense played tonight with Denver and how bad the, the Raiders looked, at least in the first half against the Chargers, it looks to me like throughout a, a course of a 17-game season, it's going to be the Chargers or the Chiefs in that division. Yeah,
2: Those two I, teams
0: just... like Every play just look like overall the two better teams.
1: Sorry. Chiefs look like the Chiefs for damn sure. I mean, Mahomes, good God. Like, he's... He's a homie. Like, he is so damn good. After freaking Thursday night, I said, Josh Allen's the best thing that happened, Brings some sliced bread at the quarterback position. And you need to see Mahomes just destroy the Cardinals. Tyreek leaves. Okay. Next man up. And yeah. Who cares? Yep. You know,
2: it's yeah, like it's I tough. said, they still, they still have the same staff. So, you know, same quarterback, same staff. Mm-hmm. This could, I mean, plug and Tom, play Tom Brady 2.0 in the Chiefs over there at Kansas City. Look at Mike's face.
1: Hey Julio God. looked good though on Sunday night, with a little Julio of old, Mister Julio. Yeah, counts. yeah, he right.
2: looked good. Um, Sean, I like to see, get- I like to see Julio, you know, yeah. kind of resurrect himself because you know, I feel like I don't know if it's some of these players kind of give up on themselves, um, or you know, like whatever happened, like one of the players that comes to mind, right, is like I think he was still in, I don't know if he was in his prime, probably not in his prime and um you know but i still think he had a couple years like left in him and that was the receiver um what's his name dude from dallas dude the receiver from dallas des bryant he, des bryant yes okay he just bryant. left unexpectedly right didn't get signed got hurt but i still think he could have been a good player it's like what happened in that situation bro. how
1: many players just disappear they just disappear yeah. man
2: it's so weird. It's like he was like a top-notch receiver, you know. It's, I think he still would have had it in him and just never came back to the league. And mm-hmm. I even heard there was like rumblings of like teams wanting him and whatnot, but that's it. Boy, never came back, man.
0: Good old um, fellow member of the TCB Super Contest, Aaron. He's on the chat right now. Hey, duh. Um, I think he's saying um, – I think this is in reference to the Giants coach. He came from Buffalo.
1: That's that what who it, it was. Okay. that Boyd, right? Is. Dable, yeah, yeah, that is. And then he, is, and, then yeah. he li- and then he gives
0: a and then he gives his little rant on the Raiders, how they should have won three interception yeah. game, yeah. a questionable call on Hobbs at the goal line. um, You know, but he but, you know, like myself, and I think I can speak for Mark, um, the defense looked better, right? The first half was a little shaky, but the second half looked better. So, you know, some optimism, hopefully my brother and his friend Bobby, hopefully they can take some good uh some good mojo into uh, Vegas next week as they're going to the game against the Cardinals. So. You know, and then help out your Niners, too. by,
1: Yeah, man. Uh, eating, Let's go Raiders, baby. You heard right. it. Let's go Raiders. <laughs> by sending
0: them to 0-2. So, Sean, before we get into uh, week two and just kind of previewing that, uh, I saw your score.
1: You were behind a lot but did your guys do enough to get you the win in fantasy this week i needed 20 points from the homie sutton russell wilson and mcmanus i think i got that in the first half so i did oh, come cool. out victorious yes and i seen you came out victorious as well right oh my god yeah like even with burrow uh i had um uh
0: what's his name um the the, the running back the kid from oh, san francisco Al- elijah yeah, yeah. A lot, he, he went out early Godwin had uh, a couple catches, you five points, and then he got hurt too. So now he's out a couple weeks. You know, I still have that like, Gibson and stuff to plug and play, but still, uh, like those guys are out. And so I go into tonight's game exactly tied, like 123.42, and but I had Denver's defense. But okay. it looked it looked grim in the beginning. It's like, oh no, they're going to give a <laughs> hell of points, and I'm going to get negative one. Like I should have just not started them and took, taken the tie. But no, they ended up with like five or six points. And
1: hey. yeah,
0: so both of us are 1 0
2: who had uh who had cam akers in the league of mediocre douchebags i forget <laughs> I guilty forget.
1: oh you, you start him too guilty <laughs> oh guilty. i got a i got zero points and i still won <laughs> guilty <laughs> oh i
0: love it and yeah. and, I, and, and thank god burrow like just because when, we when they went to overtime, I was like, hell, yeah, there's some garbage time because he got hella garbage time to Jamar yeah, Chase in the second half. So he ended up with still with like 23 points, 20 even plus. though he had four picks and a fumble loss. Just so. imagine
1: what it could have been.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Negative three. Yeah. yeah. OK, cool. So let's get into week two. So um, let's see. Thursday Night Football, like you see, if you're watching right now live on YouTube, you see the little snippet of the Chiefs and Chargers. I would say a top five game of the year so far Easy. in the first, you know, easily, easily at the, at the, end of the season. If these teams play like they should, it'll be a top, you know, you know, greatest game of the 2022 season. What are you guys looking for? You can start there or just continue on to any other game that you're looking for.
2: Oh uh, man. I think that game's going to be huge for our division, right? With yeah. Denver, obviously losing. Now you got two teams, one and O oh, two teams, O oh and one, and you know Denver's on a going to be obviously on a short week, um, you know. So maybe I mean they are playing. Who's Denver playing next week? Denver is playing. I was just going to ask you guys. Uh, yeah. Denver Denver Broncos are playing dun, dun, dun,
0: dun, at home against the Houston Texans. Oh, okay. okay, so right who are who are oh, <laughs> oh and one? <laughs> that was I, that was another one. Holy crap! Freaking Colts.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, so I can definitely probably see Denver winning that game, bounce back game for Russell Wilson and the boys over there at mile high. But um man, I think that I can also see the Raiders bouncing back. So it bounced back
1: quick, Mark. It definitely is. You look at who we're facing, I think the Raiders will bounce back easily.
2: Minus six against the Cardinals. That's a little bit of a hefty number. I think it's you know, little high. Um because you know, obviously Arizona is gonna, you know going to be playing hard also they don't want to start off the gate owing two so that's kind of a high number for me guys looking at it here you know minnesota they're underdogs after that showing in green bay but they're you know yeah you know they're going to philadelphia plus one and a half underdogs as yeah, got, green bay double header on monday too nice two yeah. games on monday i've seen that
0: why huh. is that i have no idea i mean one's on espn one's on abc but they're they're all owned by you know the same entity. I so. think a
1: couple of seasons ago they did two mm-hmm. Monday nighters to start but for like the we, season. But for like one
0: week. Yeah, they've done that for I a few years. Yeah. yeah. I think huh. so maybe
1: the extra seventeen game schedule try to just fit in more primetime games, but hmm. maybe. And then and, and then of great? course
0: um Thursday, that game Chiefs and Chargers is the first where it's solely on Amazon Prime, prime. Video. So if you're listening or you're watching right now and you don't have Amazon Prime, you will not be able to watch this game on Thursday.
1: Oh, so it's only on Amazon Prime. Yes, sir. OK. I
2: yes, think sir. Indianapolis going on the road two straight weeks and not, you know, two straight weeks to a division uh, rival. Right now, they got go the to go to Jacksonville in the humidity. So the as good as as much as everybody wanted to say, Frank Wright and the statue, which is Matt Ryan. Is gonna be you know the number one contender out there in the AFC South, but they're looking here as a minus four point favorite. Jacksonville gonna be playing at home as a home dog. I'm telling you, man, Indianapolis might you know start the start oh one and one here, um, which you know is gonna be pretty big good. for that division, man. So that's good for the Jaguars though. So that'll be yeah. an interesting game to watch. Miami going up to Baltimore. That's cool. Baltimore that's a good game. monster a game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, now,
0: now, I see, like, the epitome of, like, a bounce-back week. You know, like, I could see the Rams at home against the Falcons just absolutely annihilating the Falcons. I can see the Patriots going into Pittsburgh and just totally annihilating the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like, I could see these, you know, these games. Actually, the Buccaneers-Saints will probably be a good game. We don't know what kind of Jameis Winston we're going to see. So, I you know, the Lions are... <laughs> every time. <laughs> right. Like the I- li- the Lions are favored for the probably the fifth time in twenty years. They're at home against the Commanders, you know.
2: But I, uh, so I, I honestly, I games. do. that games, Tampa Bay, shit games. Tampa Bay. I mean, they're on the road two weeks in a row. Also, there with New Orleans, always plays them tough.
0: Yeah, but so. they're indoors both those games. Really, there's no weather, and it's Tom Brady. He's played in everything, so nothing phases him. Yeah, not I'm even n- not even time, or his not, wife. Let's just hope that he doesn't think that he has uh, four timeouts like he did last year in New Orleans. <laughs> so, um, Sean, uh haven't even touched on your team. Uh, the Niners coming home to Levi's. we going to smack no- that health. ass. We're going to smack so, that ass. So minus eight and a half. We yeah, smack
1: that ass.
0: I, I might be picking the Niners two straight weeks in the Super Contest. Yeah. I
2: Yeah. Oh, so nice. you guys are that confident? Time to play against you guys. <laughs> <see> <laughs> right uh, when the, the confidence is spewing like that i love it i Man, remember that's just, that's just my, off a loss my bu- gonna... my but my buddy that got me into gambling like years ago right it was something we actually used to enjoy doing right like mm-hmm. on the friday before the weekend starts we going around talking to all the guys on the job sites so and we used to be like hey bro let's just go ask everybody what they like and so we're just gonna play against them and then we would go up to everybody like it'd be like a matchup or whatever, like whatever KC was playing the Browns when the Browns would suck and everyone would just you know, everyone would just so confident about a team and we would just be like, let's play against them. You come back and work on Monday. How the hell do they you know, it's just it's you know these are all professionals. Yeah, some teams suck, but you know, we're not playing teams. We're playing numbers here, right? So numbers. When you look at it in that way, it's like you know, that's why I like the Bears. That's why I took Houston. That's, you know, right. it's like, especially week one when you don't know what you're getting. I mean, those points come in handy sometimes, unless right. you're Dallas Cowboys where, you know, you need like at least five, plus 15 to try to get <laughs> <laughs> But,
0: oh, okay. So,
1: when...
0: <laughs> right. So before we get into the, um, you know, to the super contest and kind of update you on where we're sitting at after week one. What's one game you might be looking at to actually put either your hard earned money on or to actually put something, you know, your little click on our super contest. What's like one game that you guys are eyeballing this for this weekend? Cause we already kind of ran down all the games, but something that you're really eyeballing.
1: What's uh, the number for the Rams game?
0: The Rams is ten and a half on ESPN oh, right now.
1: We hit double digits. Okay. Was are like, nah. Oh man, you know what? <laughs> it's high
2: for a reason, Sean. It's
1: high for a reason. It is high for a reason. I do like the Rams. Actually, I I, I kind of like
2: the Raiders. Actually, though, kind of like it, the Raiders this week. You know, you know, you know what? Last week, I didn't like. I didn't really like the card at all last week. Um, did decent, right? Um, this week, I'm looking and I really like the card, so that means that I'm probably gonna do shit. <laughs> uh, <Right. laughs> I know I, I'm in a tread with caution this week, man. So I got a lot of studying to do. One one game here that I'll tell you guys about, and I'll also let the comic bookie fans know about. It looks intriguing to me. Carolina Panthers, good team, you know, lost at home, but I like this New York Giants team this year for some reason, dude. You know, going back home to MetLife. Wow. You know, uh, under a touchdown, that's a game that I'm going to see how that line moves during the week. And I'm going to keep tabs on that game. But that might be one that I might be interested in going on, you know, forward in the week. It's going to be hot and humid there at 80 degrees up in New York this weekend. So I love Mikey, the weatherman. You got to look at all types. You got to look at all aspects. All aspects of handicapping, man. Weather makes a huge deal in this game. So thank you you for that, Mike. You're very
0: welcome. It's going to be a beautiful night in Green Bay. And speaking of bounce back, I don't usually like to lay it. Actually, you know what? No, I'm probably the one out of us three who likes laying it the most. But for double digit points. Uh, it's primetime. It's Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. He doesn't have anybody to throw to, but he owns the Bears. Doesn't matter who their coach or their quarterback mm-hmm. or their defense or whatever is. So I might be looking at Green Bay to cover a 10-point spread on Sunday Night Football. Ooh. And then on the other end, like I think how, the, how Tennessee kind of imploded in the second half It's easy. I think it's easy to say that the Bills are going to cover ten point spread, but that one's like kind of throwing me for a loop. Is that a trap game? Is it going to be closer than we think, or the Bills just going to absolutely just blow them out of the water? You know, by forty. That one's, you know, I I have two on different ends of the spectrum. I have was my mentality on those two uh, primetime games. Um, I don't
1: know.
2: Yeah, I think. I, I think I'm still going to wait a little bit to short, um, bit to short the Bills, man. Although I, I mean, I do kind of like your, your, you know, your thesis going forward with that, with the 10 points. 10 points is a lot, but I mean, they are at home. It's going to be that Bills Mafia, right? Home opener. Right. Um, obviously Monday night, true. it's going to be ruckus and, uh, man, kind of <laughs> hard to play against that team. What we saw them do, but. It is a week to week league, but um, yeah, I, I, I think you get. I think if you like the Bills, I think you wait off, and I think you hold on. I think that number might tick down a little bit closer to nine. I think mm-hmm. you'll get some professional money and some buyback on Tennessee with a you know a double digit number there. Um, there might be some Tannehill believers. Okay, okay. Well,
0: what we have here is an update of the um, of the TCB Super Contest. We have fifty three people who entered. It was funny because one of my uh, uh, people at work, they signed up like today or yesterday. So they obviously missed out on, you know, on picking for this week. So they start, you know, zero and four. And that's lo and behold, your boy here started 0 and four, too. So it didn't matter if I signed up mm-hmm. on last <laughs> week or I signed up today. It would have been at the same freaking point. So
2: uh, my, you owe, yeah.
0: so so myself and five other people start zero and four. Don't throw uh, him
2: under the bus, buddy. Don't throw no, him.
0: No, 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 um, no. Not the offers. No, we got a Sean, couple offers. Sean, you had one win. Mark, you are with the Broncos not covering that solidified, like you said in the, in the text messages earlier. That no one went four and zero, so that's actually pretty cool. Uh, but you were one of the thirteen people that started uh, three and one. So you got a hand, So a bunch Congrats, of two and Mark. twos. A bunch. I think the majority. Uh two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty. So almost half of uh everyone only had one win. So that makes me feel pretty good. I almost.
2: like the I, I, I like the four game um the four game pick also. In one of right. my other contests, I do five games and I'll be honest with you, man, especially in the NFL with how tight these lines are, there's some weeks where it's kinda tough to find five games that you really like, right? Sometimes it's tough to find four. So um, I I like the way you set it up, Mike, and how we did it last year also. But four seems like the sweet spot kind of, you know, seems like a pretty good number.
0: Uh, Aaron's asking, we don't have to pick new teams each week, right? I don't know if that means new teams, meaning like... uh, No. No, no, no. no, Like if you pick the Niners this week, you can pick the Niners again. It's not like one of those survivor picks. It's just... Your four most confident games week one, your four most confident games week two, everything just resets, and then the website keeps track of you know h- how you know good we're doing. But yeah, no, there's no, um, you know you can't pick the the Eagles, you can't pick the Vikings, you know, no, you can pick anybody you want from week to week. So, all right, cool. Well, that's uh, well that's it for NFL talk. Uh, it's been a cool week, and we got plenty more, seventeen more weeks, sixteen more games to get into. So I cannot wait. But let's get jump into college football. Uh, you guys were talking before the show, plenty of upsets to talk about from this previous week and a handful of top 25 matchups to look forward to this week. So I'll let uh, either one of you guys uh, take it away.
1: I guess, Mark, when's the last time we've seen this many top 10 teams lose against the type of team that they lost against?
2: Mm-hmm. Dude, tell me about it, man. I know we were talking about it in pre-production, but it's pretty wild. And not to you know get too long on college football here, but... It's just crazy, dude. Texas A&M goes down at home, you know, um, dude, just against App State, right? App State, obviously. And who would have thought, right? Who would have thought that App State after playing that week one game against North Carolina, that like, what was it? A triple overtime thriller. And it was right. like six, like 110 plus points scored between both teams. And you think App State just has to go like on the road, obviously to go to freaking, um, um college station right and have to play jimbo in the number one recruiting class and whatnot and just to you know for a and m to lay an egg like that it's pretty you know embarrassing in my opinion s c c and just uh man that's wild game um you also saw another team in the sec that was like about a six point favorite lose in the florida gators but there having back-to-back games at the swamp um but yeah losing to kentucky and, um, man, Kentucky, you kind of taking them serious as a football school these days, gotcha, right? Now. Um, always known as a basketball school, but they've been playing pretty good. And of course, you know, who can you not forget to mention, but Alabama going to Austin, Texas and playing those longhorns and barely, barely squeaking out a 20 to 19 win with the quarterback for Texas and Ewers going down in the first quarter. And uh, back up, held him in the game. Alabama could have lost that game, really could have. But Bryce Young, 27 for 39 and 213 yards and one touchdown only. But they survive. Sean, what did you think about week two? Um, what do you like? What are you looking at for week three? But um, Mike, if you want to talk about your USC too, man, that was a yeah, that big means, win. Hey, man. They, um, I
0: mean, they, they jumped up a lot. They're number seven now hosting fresno state this week so i mean as far as cover is concerned, i mean i was ta- i was talking to you and my brother you know in the in the first week i said lincoln riley is going to put up a boatload of points so someone better score at least 40 to beat usc so you know and then sure enough they score damn near almost all, over 30 points in the first half against yeah. stanford so um right so uh coming back home to the coliseum um against fresno state the bulldogs i definitely see a win you know, it's going to be just a clear night, 72 degrees. Um, and then there's actually in the top 25, there's only two games where both teams are in the top 25. You have uh, a late game, actually, at 6 p.m. Pacific time. You have uh, number 13 Miami visiting number 24 Texas A&M. And then you have earlier in the day, actually, the afternoon game here at 1230 up in Eugene, BYU and Oregon play. Number 12 versus number 25. So uh good Who slate of did-
2: games. Again- Who's going? Who's going to South Bend? I feel so bad. I, I feel Carolina. so bad. I feel so bad. No, Cal. Oh, Isn't Cal. I'm so Cal. sorry. It's Cal, Cal yeah, is, go- and that's a team that I'm sorry. Excuse my ignorance. We were talking about upsets. How the hell did I not mention Marshall going into Jesus South Christ. Bend, getting that win over Notre Dame? You're
1: bringing it up, and not me. Because
2: tell them, uh, Marshall, 26 to 21 over Notre Dame in Notre Dame's house. You guys mentioned it in pre pro. First Notre Dame head coach to lose their first three games in program history. Crazy. Um, You know, they're missing Brian Kelly at this moment. But I think, you know, Notre Dame is going to turn around. I think they're going to pull it together. And I'd be scared if I was Cal going into South Bend this week. Well, I think you said the
1: same thing about Marshall, though. (laughs) They had that tough. Good fight versus Ohio State. Oh, I feel bad for whoever's going into South Bend, and Marshall goes and upsets them. And then the starting quarterback for Notre Dame, he's out for this season. What's his name? Uh, Buckner, Boo Buckner, whatever his name is. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's Pukner. Nah, he's gar- nah, nah, sh- not to play this year. <laughs> God. So I mean, I don't know. I I counted. It was seven top twenty-five teams lost in week two. So again, good for parity. I mean. You know some good some of these teams are winning, but it's just it's some of these losses are just garbage. Texas A&M at home, Jimbo. What what we talked about again, a pre-production. One of if not the top recruiting class, and you don't lose against Appalachian State. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame, you don't lose versus Marshall. They're, you don't.
2: Nebraska, you like, don't <laughs> lose against who? What? Georgia Nebraska, Southern, I think.
1: Oh God. Or or stop Southern it. Miss or, or, or S-
0: yeah. Like you know yeah, I I, I can't make
1: it's fired. It's like the Chiefs What's, going up against like Jacksonville. It might be worse than that actually. Like this is
2: like but, literally like you pick the best players. Like This This ah. is why I love college football because it's like it's not supposed to happen. It can't happen, but it does happen. <laughs> it and does. when it does happen you better the fire kids the, the school they go crazy. The bands, they're on the field. It's like, dude, I just love college football for that reason. Every game means so much, guys. and nfl 100,000 100, Ra-
1: people. The Raiders, mm-hmm.
2: the Niners, they just lost. Like you just mentioned earlier, Sean, we still got 16 more weeks to pull it together. Yeah. In college football, Notre Dame, they done. They done. Not bad, not bad. Season's over. They have, to go, one- they have
0: to go undefeated just to sniff the top 25 again this season. Dude, you
2: got... In college football, it's like you have to be on your A game every single week. Look at Alabama. Obviously, if they, didn't, if they lost against Texas last week, they obviously wouldn't have been done because they're that good. But, I mean, if Alabama, you know, that's a Texas team that obviously is auditioning to be in the SEC, right? So they wanted to play Alabama tough. They know they're going to be in the SEC, right? But Alabama, if they would have lost that non-conference game, and thank you. Thank you that it was in Austin, Texas, not on a neutral site like Saban and all these SEC schools always try to go to. But no, it was at Austin on a school campus and it was a true road game for Alabama. If they would have lost that non-conference road game and who knows if they would have had a slip up somewhere in the SEC, Bama's left with two losses. It's going to be hard for the committee to put them in that top four after that happens. Right. So, man, they had to squeak that one out, Um, you know and just uh shot out. I don't know if we mentioned it, but shot out. Yes. They're going to be expanding the college football playoff to 12 all teams. Games. So no more that's of great. that four team uh, game, whatever. And oh, a lot shit. of the games are going to be on campuses, not at neutral sites. So I applaud them for that as well, but man, college football, it's got a bright future. I love it. And it's just, it's great, man. So, but um, yeah, just good games coming up, dude. I'm that's kind of all I really got to say. Um, don't want to make the podcast too much longer than it has right.
0: to, but right. it's gonna I, be fun, dude. I, I will say before we get to uh, NASCAR real quick, I will say that the quarterback from uh, Fresno State, Hayner, throwing seven, just over seventy-four percent completion percentage, seven hundred and thirty-seven yards uh, so far this season. So with the defense kind of iffy for USC, expect uh, the over/under. That's why it said it's set at seventy-one and a
2: half. So. Uh, Yes. and this th- this week doesn't seem like the week that's gonna have like you know big marquee matchups either, you know. So, um, not too many. No, you're not right. too many. So, if you're if there's a week to miss a certain uh Saturday on the sitting on the tube, like Miami at A and M, you know that might be good if A and M can pull themselves out, but um, it's uh, we'll see, dude. It's gonna be right. fun,
0: right? And so, if you're not gonna be watching any football on Saturday night then you might as well watch the good old Cup Series race because it is the Saturday night race right. at Bristol Motor Speedway. So I'll be uh, going back and forth. Actually, it actually starts at 4.30, so uh, halfway through the race, I'll have to go to work, and then right when the race is over, I'll be able to watch USC uh, at home against uh, Fresno State on at 7.30. But yeah, so here we go, the final race of the first round of the playoffs. Uh, we have two drivers. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's Bubba Wallace – is he technically is he still a a playoff negative no. no so he's not right so okay so he's only well, going he for the uh um the owners play, championship owners championship right so okay so that means two non playoff drivers win these first two races so you know like Harvick uh, exits early Reddick exits early so a couple of these and, players i think Reddick is in last place i believe in in, in
2: the standings right now of the, of the 16 he's the last one out so did you I, i'm i mean Pardon my ignorance on not knowing as much about this race. I mentioned it earlier, but I put it on in the beginning. I almost forgot it was on in the middle during the Raider game, mm-hmm. but I saw that. What do you know? What happened to Harvick? I didn't catch. Um, like, n-
0: I didn't either. He, I know he crashed. He got up in the wall, but I don't know. I don't know
2: how. Poor guy. Guy has no luck, you know, in these playoffs so far, and he's gonna take like a miracle almost for him to get out of. I, I mean, I haven't checked the points, but. With those last two finishes he had, it's not going to be good for him. It's almost like he's going to have to win at Bristol. Now, he is good at Bristol, you know, and he can do that. But, um, it's crazy because we have 32 full time drivers in the Cup Series and we have 18 winners this year. So this car, this car, this car has brought that parody that NASCAR was looking for. Has it brought other things as well that certain drivers aren't happy about? Well, yeah. But it also has brought the parody that the fans and, you know, us myself like to talk about, you know, I like seeing these other teams win. Like I said, we got a Suarez to win. We got a Chastain to win. Mm-hmm. We got, you know, a Redick to win. We got a Briscoe to win. I mean, it's been a great season. It's just Suarez. A, bu- a Bubba to win and just, uh, just a yeah. great season. And it's going to be crazy at Bristol. My guy, Joey Logano, obviously, he almost won the poll. Redick beat him out. But Logano started P2 and finished P17. So kind of a lackluster performance on his finishing position there. Um, but, um, I think he's going to be obviously okay with points. And, uh, but yeah, man, just, I'd like to see those four drivers, the blue oval boys, not get eliminated that fast. But
0: right. We'll so see. you have, th- yeah, you have three forwards right now who are in the top 12 who are in safe right now you have Joey logano in fourth ryan blaney in fifth this is all based off points and then mm-hmm. austin Sindrick sits at the first at the last spot in uh f- the four drivers who are out right now kyle bush sitting at uh f- two points behind uh austin Dillon. uh he sits three points behind chase briscoe he
1: is
0: n- nine nine points behind and kevin harvick is a lot p- 35 yeah so kevin what harvick do
1: on oh, the bubble man. can possibly sneak in. I mean, obviously,
0: I mean, I, I think Kyle Busch. Yeah, he he won the. I mean, kind of lucky because the two guys in the front got into each other, but he won the the dirty Bristol earlier this season. So, but Kyle Busch, but a, a lot of these Toyotas drive really well. You know, Denny Hamlin drives well. Kyle Busch uh, drives well. Martin Tricks Jr. Even though he's not a playoff driver, he'll be up there. Um, You know, but even Kevin Harvick, you know, Kevin Harvick was the leader going in the last couple of laps of last year's night race and Chase Elliott being a lap down kind of blocked him and uh, allowed Kyle Larson to uh, pass him, make the move mm-hmm. on the final two lap to one or two laps and then take that night race, which uh, Kevin Harvick was not too happy about. That's what kind of started <laughs> the whole feud, right, where they tried to like where Harvick tried to like get up into Chase at um, the Charlotte Roval. And then he just went straight into the wall and pretty much ended his season right there at the Charlotte Roval. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a, it's going to be another great race. Uh, who knows? I, I know that uh, Larson has had uh, not last week, but he's had engine troubles two of the past three weeks. So, I mean, he sits at eighth place right now. He sits a uh, good amount of points above the cut line. Looks looks like uh, 27 points of the cut yeah. line. So but anything can happen if, if he DNFs and, you know, uh, other guys don't DNF like. That's, that's all that it takes, right? Is one DNF right here this, this Saturday night, and you are done. Uh, both of the uh, sh- Chevy guys from Trackhouse, Ross Chastain, is in, in ninth. Daniel Suarez is in tenth. So we could see both Trackhouse guys move forward. Nice. So they will need good finishes as well. But, yeah, it's going to be a good just, race. I
2: want to get into one quick thing real quick before I give you or after I give you guys this uh, odds here. Uh, cup series championship odds updated guys. Chase Elliott. Sean will be happy to hear that about four to one. Uh, for your your favorite to win right now, the championship. Denny Hamlin, five to one. Larson about seven, eight to one, depending what shop you're at. Same thing with Chastain. Joey Logano about eight to one. So you got a couple drivers in that same range when it comes to Christopher Bell as well as a nine to one with Blaney. So man, you got a lot of drivers benched up. Denny Hamlin and Elliot kind of seem to be ahead of the field with obviously Kevin Harvick, a long shot, 33 to one with Reddick as well. Some of these drivers that are probably looking like it's going to be grim for them to advance. But what I wanted to say, um, what I wanted to talk about, um, you guys see any value in any of these drivers? Sorry. Before I got into what I was going to say uh Logano 8 like to 1, Bell 9 to 1, Blaney 9 to 1, I mean Bill Byron 10 to 1. I I'd be looking at maybe a Hendrick car, maybe a Logano. Blaney hasn't showed me enough this year. Um, you know, Larson even almost hasn't showed me enough <laughs> this year. I'm sorry to say that, Mike, but That's um Elliot had a win that you know landed on his hands. Uh, he hasn't been as strong coming into these last couple races, but you know, I, I I don't know, man. Who knows, I kind of break, man. I kind of break the playoffs into like the chunks, right? The
0: three races, three races, yeah. three races, then of course Phoenix, right? So this one right here, like Logano won the Dirty Bristol last year, the inaugural race last year. So Logano can easily win this race this weekend. He's always up there in the top four or five, always. I always He's see him, there. always see Bush, always see Hamlin, and then a couple of the Hendrick boys are always up there. So I think it's going to be the same thing to uh, th- this Saturday night. Um, and then going forward, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty crazy, but I just saw this right now. I'm on like the NASCAR's website. Mm-hmm. Besides Chase Elliott with 17, who has the second most top 10s this year with 16?
2: Maybe Chastain? Is,
1: is, it, is it Kyle Bush?
2: No, it's Christopher Bell. Oh, wow. I
0: mean, no wonder he's the he points Bell? leader right
2: now. He has been running good, though, this year. He has the
0: second most Young top blood. fives. He has nine top fives, uh, only second to... Chase, Larson, and, and Chastain's 10.
2: Consistency.
0: And then, consistency. boom,
2: 16. Only where did one he, shot. Where did he get a win? Was it at the Monster Mile? It was early, in, yeah. right? Uh,
0: it was earlier, I think. It was early. I think it
2: might have been in, he, La- not the Monster Mile, but Loudon, the Magic Mile in New Hampshire. Well,
0: last year, he got his one win, what, the second race of the season at the Daytona yes. um, um, road, road course? course. Right, because, yeah.
2: so He's um, been consistent, you know, but, and he's yeah. good on those flat... He's good on those flat tracks. He's really, you know, kind of coming into, you know, getting good over there on that Toyota, man. Just a uh, good driver, you know, quiet, just races people clean. Um, was always good in Xfinity. And I'm sure that with the news I'm about to say next with Kyle Bush departing, I'm sure mm-hmm. that Joe Gibbs is excited to be able to, you know, retain a kid like Christopher Bell. But what are your guys' thoughts on, on, on Kyle Bush, man, leaving? For RCR next year and how that's going to affect, you know, Reddick, which is obviously leaving for um 2311 for 2024. Right. Are they going to add another car? They have to get another charter. How is, you know, gonna how's be, that going to go? Why are it's they letting him leave is
1: my question. Like, how let's delicious. get ready for, get it's right right for like time, any man. other sport. You got contracts, yeah. right? Free get agents. Get
0: He's getting ready for the grandson to to step but in. Oh go. like, it is. it's still a dog, man. But they're gonna have some young. They're gonna have some young blood because because Truex is gonna retire. Bush is gone. Denny Hamlin's gonna either go to twenty three eleven, right? His his own. You know, he owns the mm-hmm. the, the the team, so he's gonna go there and or retire. So you're gonna have Bell. You're gonna have Gibbs, and they're just gonna bring either studs over from other teams or they're just gonna find the exactly. next two. Uh, prodigies to be on joe gibbs racing by the way um mark good call uh, Chris bell's win was at
2: new hampshire on july 17th see but you also speak about studs but i will say i feel like we're at a time that there aren't as many studs in the lower rankings like yeah the, the grandson in gibbs is one of them but other than like Gibbs, I mean, we got Gregson, which is also coming up next year and is going to be the teammate of a guy that just got his win also at the Southern 500 and Eric Jones when Gregson comes up from Xfinity from that number nine junior motorsports car and joins that 42, uh, Petty GMS, uh, or yeah, Petty GMS Gallagher motorsports car. So, I mean. You got a couple guys that are already going to come up, but other than that, I don't feel like it's when we had the Stenhouses, when we had the Larsons, when we had the Bells, when we had the Sindrix, We had like a lot of talent, you know, the Reddicks. We had all this talent just being produced in Xfinity all at one time. Now, yes, they're talented drivers, but are they the names that are going to be the next cup drivers in the future um, I don't know if they're there yet. So, we'll see, man. We're at a crazy transition point in this sport with like you mentioned a lot of drivers that are going to retire and a lot of changes going to be coming up, but it's always fun. I love silly season in NASCAR and mm-hmm. I hope you guys do too. Don't forget Suarez won an Xfinity championship. That's right. Right. So, Suarez was another one that was up there. Gotta That's gotta what stick I'm around, saying. Bro. Viva Mexico. Viva Mexico. Um, OK, Bubba, cool. Bubba was an Xfinity in cups and was pretty good, too. So it's like you have all these drivers, man. It's true. It's true.
0: Uh, if you guys can pick a, a, a winner real quick and then we'll uh, transition into comics and entertainment. Pick me a winner.
2: I'll go with Harvick. I'm going to go. Ham- oh, you're going to go Harvick. That'd be so he awesome. He needs it. I'll go Hamlin. I think if Harvick is like. If Harvick. I think people will race Harvick clean if he has, you know, the people that weren't racing him clean. I think that unless it's, you know, I think that they see where Harvick is coming from as of now, and I think that I, I don't know. I like Harvick's chances, man. Okay, Sean. Go
1: Kyle Busch.
2: Kyle Busch. We're going. He needs it too.
1: Three of the, yeah. three of the old yeah, guys. Okay, he cool. really needs it.
0: So remember, folks, that race is Saturday afternoon here on the West Coast, Saturday night over if you're on the East Coast uh, out there in Bristol, Tennessee. Okay, let's transition into comic books. Uh, We we have definitely like every single week. uh, We're going to shout out the comic books to our – favorite publishers but as we transition we are the comic bookies this is episode 160 you can find us on all social medias instagram twitter and um facebook just search the comic bookies uh this is you're watching right now live on youtube uh so please search our channel and subscribe to get all of the uh you know videos that we do our shorts Uh, which are few and far between, unfortunately. We just don't have the time sometimes. Uh, But also, you can catch us here live every single week. And, of course, subscribe to all of the podcasts wherever you can get your podcasts. We have uh, iHeartRadio, Apple, Google, uh, Spotify, Amazon Prime Music. We're on all of those. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And, yeah, that's pretty cool. And we are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. That's our very generous sponsor. Alex over there is open Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, so go check him out when you can. But as far as comic books are are concerned that are being released in two days on the 14th of September, from DC we have Wonder Woman 791, Superman Son of Kal-El 15, Batgirls number 10, and two brand new stories coming out, Batman vs. Robin 1. And based off of the upcoming movie, we have The Flash, Fastest Man Alive number 1. From Marvel: Amazing Spider-Man nine, Daredevil number three, Venom ten, Iron Man thirty-three, and another new one: Midnight Suns number one. Image gives us King Spawn fourteen, Silver Coin fourteen as well. Righteous Thirst for Vengeance number eleven. Vault gives us Mindset number three, and one of our favorites: AWA Sacrament number two comes out. Uh, Sean, you've been you were gone last week. We had a good discussion on uh, what we've read over the last couple weeks, but yeah, so. You could start the conversations on what are some of the books that you've read last week or over the last few weeks that you enjoyed or you're excited for for this week, sir.
1: Uh, I know I spoke to you uh, prior to Mark joining and uh, our pre-production. I am still on The Punisher and it seems like I talk about that every week. But a fun aspect that got added to it that there was a appearance from Daredevil. So I'm very, very, very very excited for uh, the next issue. And speaking of Daredevil, I'm excited for the new Daredevil coming out this week. That's definitely been one of my favorites. You guys are the Mm -hmm. ones that got me on it. Um, Let me see what else is coming out. And if you guys want to cut in, feel free to. I'm taking a Yeah, sure. I mean,
0: I I guess I can shout out just a few of the ones that that I know that you guys don't read. Uh, Tyler Crook in this one from Dark Horse, The Lonesome Hunters. What a freaky book. These like uh, deranged crows that are they, they talk and they have like and, and finally the old guy. He meets like the mother, the mother bird or whatever. It's just kind of an unreal book, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty funny and it's like an easier read. It has like a lot of dialogue, but it doesn't seem like I'm spending a lot of time on it. And of course, it's not like DC or Marvel um, where they charge, you know, a, a dollar or two extra nowadays. It's still just a smallish price of three ninety nine. Very um, nice.
2: Well, did you see that increase, Mike? Do you mention that because of that picture that I sent you when I circled the UPCs? I got like two books last week that were 5.99 and I don't know if that's How a many thing pages? that pages? I mean, it's probably yeah. like 40 pages, 45 Faker pages bucks. instead
0: of your 29-30 pages, you know.
2: Is it just me or am I not used to seeing too many 5.99 books? I feel like or it's we're... 6.99 or 4.99. Well, the 5.99.
0: Yeah, I mean, last week I got a few Cause I, cause we got the the one shot, uh, action like the Superman one where he like leaves, he leaves the planet, you know, he leaves there. Uh, I got the Flash annual, the Wonder Girl annual, which wonder that just pissed me off. Like, how do you, how do you give me an annual when you've given me five issues over a twelve month span? That was just freaking ridiculous. And then two weeks ago, I got this Olympus rebirth where it was more like like the Greek gods and it was kind of set in I think Wonder Woman and stuff, but it was like actually uh like the greek gods were actually like living right so i didn't read that yet i'll read it next week but that was also a one shot that were you know like all those big black labels that are like 5.99 or 7.99 right um i know next week mark we're going to be announcing but it's the 30th anniversary of harley quinn next mm-hmm. week so I, so i don't know if you got any variants i think i'm getting like three total issues i think i subscribed to the just the og the A issue and then I got because I like some of the artists like I think I got two variants. So right boom right that's $30. That's three books
2: 9.99, you know, so What they she's they're coming out with the 80 page giant you mean? Yeah, it's an anniversary special.
0: Yeah, next oh, week. Oh,
2: I didn't even dude, I didn't I didn't order that book.
0: Yeah, so I yeah, so I saw it was like in one of the previews like two three months ago whatever and it showed all the variants. And so when I ordered it I was like, "Hey, I want the Harley Quinn 30th anniversary, you know, original cover. And then like, you know, like the whatever, the jock cover or whoever what the artist was, the Michael Janine yeah.
2: cover, you know, so I'm um, definitely going to have to grab them. But with a book like that, I don't get too worried about it because I know I know, you know, Alex will obviously have a couple on you know, the shelf when I right. get in there. So big One book, bo- he'll have them
0: right. One book that I'm really liking right now also is the Batman Fortress. So pretty much, uh, the whole world has gone under a blackout and we, and, and there's some kryptonians some aliens that are coming and they're hunting down superman but superman is nowhere to be found uh batman and lex Luthor come together and they go try to find the fortress of solitude and it is absolutely gone there's a huge crater where the fortress of solitude is supposed to be so that's kind of how issue number four ends they're just on the hunt for mr Uh, clark kent and of course the department of truth just keeps on rolling uh james tiny and again um just an amazing issue for that one. Won't get too far into it. And one that was just like an okay book. I kind of wanted to get it because I'm a fan. Like my daughter likes Gwen Stacy, you know, so I got I got the five issue Gwen Spider Gwen Gwen verse that that number five just ended. It was a pretty cool like I would say the ending was a lot better than like the the meat and potatoes of the story. So that was pretty good. So those are some of the books that I read from last week that um I know you guys aren't subscribed to.
2: Yeah, book. Um, is that that Flash book that you mentioned, Mike. Do you know that's it's coming out um this week? Is it a one shot, like just based on the movie, or is it like a no? Little, I think I, I think it's a mini series. I can find out for you later, uh, come next week. But I think it's a series. And another book here that none of us continue reading it. I mean, I got like the first issue or two, um, but it was kind of weird at first, but. I have like a sneaky feeling that this book is probably pretty good. If anyone reads it, let us know. A Righteous Thirst for Vengeance, number 11, comes out. Um, I stopped reading it, but I have a feeling that, like I said, it's probably a decent book. So if anyone's reading it, let us get your take on it, please. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's kind of a slow week for me, guys. Um, I'm excited, obviously, to get that Daredevil. So it's a marvel for me this week with that amazing Spider-Man um just a short week i still got some books um the flash the annual that i got and just got some stuff from last week still did you get
1: uh i know i asked mike prior to you getting on mark did you get the last line i did i have not read it yet did you read it i did read it I did. Oh, read it. oh, you did.
0: Oh, you did read it. OK, cool. So we'll make sure to read it for next week because I think that's my next week's book. So cool. Yes.
1: I down. okay up. Thumb up. I should really I like it. Well, nice, after- nice.
0: now it's uh, really good. I will say that this week I only got four books. So when I emailed Alex my list, I told him to add two like number ones, you know, like start of stories and stuff so we can maybe uh, start to accumulate a nice stack of, of books that I won't even read. But well, we can start giving them away, like do some freebie stuff, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, so speaking of Spider Man, um, I, the part of this week's stack that I read was Amazing Spider Man number eight. It's pretty good, you know. It's basically, eh, it's like one of the ones where he's just fighting Vulture the whole issue, and he's trying yeah. to get, he's trying to get the help of, uh, you know, Mister Osborn, aka Green Goblin, but he's, but he's kind of refusing, you know. Well, Vulture's pissed because his daughter or his it's granddaughter his granddaughter, right? Yeah, so. I mean, eh, you know, I, I would definitely say this is one of the this is one of the issues that I got the mentality of how I got in like the first three where I'm like, oh, dude, no, this is not <laughs> very good. It's not very good. But then it sucked me back in, you know, issues four through seven. So I know I'm, I, I don't want to expect this every single week, but it was just a, a so so issue for me this week. Even though it was pretty cool when he had all those little spiders kind of blinding him, uh, you know, this is, some of his gadgets are pretty badass. So
2: yeah, but just just a so-so uh, one for me. Captain America, um, Captain Sentinel, America, Sentinel of Liberty, decent. Um, yeah, I mean, I probably like the Spider-Man story a little bit more, although the patriotism out of the out of the you know the Captain America book is great. So. You know, um, if you're gonna be reading any Captain America book, and I thought that they were supposed to be kind of intertwined stories, how um, the Sentinel, um, Sentinel of Liberty, Sentinel and Liberty. what's the other one? The what's the one that we're reading, Sean? I well, Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. Sam Wilson. That I forgot the name. That one's good. So far. that one's better though. So I would oh, recommend. I would recommend picking up that one if you're going to pick up any Captain America book right now that's ongoing. Oh, Symbol of Truth. Symbol of Truth. That one's um, a little bit better than The Sentinel of Liberty. Mm-hmm. But um, what can I say, man? Public Domain. I read it. Issue 3. It just keeps getting better and better. Chip. Um, Zerdaski, yep. obviously. We love you, Chip. Nah, but real, real good, man. It starts off this issue. Wish you guys would get it. The damn the damn sun that is... You know, that son is trying to get the dad to pretty much um, get the rights back to, like, this comic world that he created, public domain, whatnot. And, um, you know, the son, just, like, underlying reasons, I think, because the son's, like, got himself in gambling debt, which is great for this podcast, right? We talk gambling and whatnot, but the and comics, and here he is. The dad's a comic creator, um, and he's trying to get his dad to get all the rights and all the money that he's deserved because obviously they built this whole world and movies and all of the, you know, money that comes flowing from the, from what his dad created. and His dad's not getting the kickbacks. And now his son's just in a world of shit, right? Just 60,000 in the hole, just pays, owes the bookie all types of money. The son, the dad is trying to settle, um, for money to try to help him out, to get him out of the situation. The son doesn't want him to settle. Because, you know, he feels like he's getting low balled for the amount of money. And it's just uh pretty crazy. Um, The brother that's supposed to be the F up, right, is actually the one that's kind of more sane right now. And, you know, the main character, the protagonist is living like this undercover life that he's trying to hide himself from, like under the shadows. Right. But, like, his parents are now finding out that he's a degenerate and his brother's like, oh, I thought I was the the bad one in the family. But turns out this guy's, like, got some skeletons in the closet and whatnot. And it's just a great, great story. I really enjoy it. Issue three ends um, with the dad pretty much cutting a deal behind his back. Um, And they gave him the rights just to the comics, right? Just to the comics. So... They basically said, we'll handle the movies. We get all the rights to the movies and all the action figurines and whatnot. But the dad gets all the rights to the comics. And then issue three ends with the dad saying, we got the rights to the comics. We get to create comics together, son. And then the son that's in a bunch of debt and just gambling his ass off is like, what the (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> the way it yeah. ended was great. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a great book right now, dude. I thoroughly enjoy it, so I'm excited to see what's in for. The dad thinks he's gonna create comics with the son and get money again, and just whatnot. And the dad, you know, this the kid just wants to gamble and just get himself in shit. But it's great, dude. I love it. So That's check great. it out if you guys aren't man fans. So everybody love it. Um, I would say the last two books that I have
0: to talk about one is Action Comics number 1046 so pretty much clark is there on Warworld. he's trying to get the um what's it called the fire of ogren and he is uh helped out by a few people uh one in particular uh krillux you know the guy with like uh krillux yeah, yeah Kr- krillux or you know dj dj
2: krillux right pretty, krillux. Pretty sick. i like that name
0: yeah so so he fights you know the you know he fights the freaking guy who looks like Zeus, you know, the huge guy, he gets the uh, the fire of Olgrin and then all of a sudden he's betrayed at the very end. And look who it is. But Mr. Mongol is there to take the flame Mm -hmm. of Olgrin. Uh, Give me the flame or I will kill these uh, grubs before your eyes. So the two little kids, of course. So that's going to it's going to be interesting to see. I don't know if you did you read the one shot?
2: I did read it.
0: Okay, I already
2: ended the story. Okay, so, so
0: I will do that this week. So we'll get into that next week. But no, uh, pretty good issue. Um, I'm just glad they're finally out of Warworld. Right, and I'm so glad because I believe this month's DC previews had um, it's it was like Superman Return of Kal El. So I think now Clark is now yes. off of Warworld and back. So I think that hopefully there's going to be now another Superman story, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like it's it's like Son of Kal El. They can continue that one, but now they can you know, have action answered man going at the same time. Uh, so hopefully we get that back. So, but overall good one. And then finally, we always want to end it with either Batman or detective, but, uh, Ram five or Ram V, however you want to say it. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, Bruce, Bruce Wayne, not Batman. Bruce Wayne goes and takes a visit to newly saved Harvey Dent, with his gold it looks like uh mr dent it it looks like psycho (laughs) pirate half a psycho pirate with (laughs) the damn with the gold mask on so so yeah but he doesn't want to help now he's he's not like that anymore you know so what do you guys think about detective
2: comics number 1063 i enjoyed it bro i mean it was pretty good um i like to see a different side of dent right um comes out. He tries to do good, right? Just when a just when a guy tries to get back on his feet, man, the devil's right there to knock him back down. So you got this like crazy. I don't even know who it is. It's like this, this lady that's like related to the old ancestors that Arkham. founded Gotham Arkham right the Arkham's right. And then you have like
0: the son who's like he, he gets like yeah. some weird symbols on his face. And then he and starts, he starts he to
2: like tra- yeah, he's he, like he, he a,
0: starts to like transform. You know. And then he's calmed down by this music box, you know, like so random. Right. But see, see the thing that I want to mention is the name they keep throwing out there. And I would have to ask Alex, but the name they keep throwing out there, like in the nightmares is Barbados and Barbados.
2: Barbados. Right.
0: And Barbados was the main uh, hooded figure uh, who the Batman who laughs was working for. I in, was going to ask
1: you, have you heard him like in another story?
0: In 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 um Dark Knight's death metal, the one that was just uh, made like a couple years ago, when we were first introduced to the um you know Batman who laughs. If that's the same guy, I, I assume they wouldn't make someone brand new within a couple years span, also named Barbados. So we'll see once it you know once the issues get rolling. But yeah, I think that's that's the same guy. His name was Barbados. For, so it's so
1: weird. Do you for? Do you ever think he's kind of like a like a what's the word that they say they're like they're not a villain they're villains but they try to do good like anti villain is like it
0: like an anti hero
1: yeah kind
0: of like Harley Quinn yes or like you know she does good but then um, I think Harvey Dent is more of a villain than yeah. than Harley Quinn is like Harley Quinn's actually been like in like good good <laughs> she's actually d- done good in the past but Harvey Dent I think he has an inner battle with himself. Yeah. But but the uh the F'd up side, you know, the evil side, it's you bad. know, usually w- usually wins over usually yeah i man. have i haven't read a story where harvey den has actually done something good and stays good right mm-hmm. it's usually like he'll talk to himself right where it's like a normal dialogue bubble and then it's like the messed up green or yellow blah blah. blah, blah. like no we have to do this Rah, you know it's murder and let's kill him Rah, yeah see? but and then you know so but so the poor guy really couldn't
2: it. do anything he was trying to get away here in detective man and there comes up the like some I don't know who it was, someone that works for, obviously, that lady in the sun, right? And puts that potion in his face. And now, pretty much, he's going to be living. Right. The guy is, like I said, he's going to be, like, living vicariously through Dent. Like, seeing how, like, he's going to make Dent, like, the owner of the city again. But he's going to be able to see and, like, yeah. basically like, track all of Dent's moves and whatnot. So, you right. know, I I, I was Gale, a little bit. Gale Tenclaw. That's who the guy Tenclaw. was yeah yeah gail gail tan claw i mean i was a little hesitant to see how ram 5v we have to figure out how to say that Um, (laughs) i know again (laughs) i like v better but it could be five but um we um i was a little skeptical on his arc and his story coming into it Mm -hmm. but i think this issue sold me on being more optimistic for it in the in, for this story, I think it's actually going to be a good story. It seems pretty good.
0: It, it's dark as hell. You like it? Very trippy. Super dark.
1: Bro. Love it. You like the hell and, of trippy and, shit, dude? And
0: like, it's not because it's also not hard to understand. You know, like, like sometimes like the Department of Truth is like trippy and dark as hell. But then sometimes I'm like, wait, is this like a drug-induced stream or is this real? Like, what the hell's going on right now? You know, sometimes speaking I feel like
2: of, speaking like of the Department of Truth, that's another book that. Not Department of Truth, but the writer from the Department of Truth has left us hanging. He's, like, left us in the middle of the lake with a house, know. and we haven't gotten I, an issue. I,
0: I will say that I just read the DC previews, and, like, issue 12 comes out, you know, I think it's oh, November. Oh, does it? Right. So I don't know if we're getting something in September or October, but, like, at least issue – I don't I don't even know where we left off. If you, it's I don't been, know if like, it handy. three
2: or four months since we got a book, Right right and
0: i think it's weird too because usually arcs come in six issues so i think i saw like number 11 or 12 comes out like in november so um yeah yeah kind of weird why are they doing that it's like man Und- undiscovered country does it uh noctera did it uh what's it called the one that you guys uh geiger it's doing it right now but it's coming back right it, geiger it, right geiger Shit, it had, like, had like they had like the 80
1: page geiger damn it had how the was the 80, that
0: 80 page geiger it was cool. It definitely set up for like the new because um, what did I just subscribe to? It was in the world of Geiger, but it was the guy like in the army helmet or in the army like the old school army uh, mm-hmm. something Joe, not like Smoke and Joe, but it was like soldier. Yeah, I don't know Smoke and Joe or soldier. Yeah, <laughs> I don't something like that. Like I'll I'll get the name of it soon, but yeah, but no, it was good. Um, that's all the books I have. And then though. I feel like I haven't or uh, Berserker. I feel like that yeah, one's been a is while been
2: forever. Berserker's Berserker. coming out.
0: Berserker, I either saw it in the previews or it's coming out next week. There's is another so issue next weird.
2: week. Matt yeah. Kent and Mr. Keanu Reeves stories. Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Um, okay. Well, if that's it for comics, then me and Sean have a little bit of uh, a talking to do about this certain show Uh-oh. on HBO, certain show. I don't know. It's, 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 it's all right. Uh, yeah. I never even uh, heard of it. Yeah, I know, right? Never even heard of her. Uh, but House of Dragons, uh, I think it's a great show so far. It's. I have no complaints, although I did have one complaint, you know, like I told you in pre-production episode three. It's a episode complaint. three when 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 Damon was uh, when he was dragging out the, the, the crab feeder, just half of his torso. Right. I wish that they would have shown them fighting. Right. Yeah. But I will say that, you know, definitely it's like his coming out party.
1: Right. Damon, Damon he a gangster, man. He and, it is. Was ki- and
0: it was kind of weird because i, I was talking to, to danielle after we watched the episode like that scene where he's just standing there covered in blood right and then who also kills the boar and comes back to the camp covered in blood but rainera so they're both like yep. like they both let everyone know like we're here like we're coming rainera right? so, she's
1: she's just a rebel bro she right. doesn't want her father to find her a husband at lannister she, exactly yes bro <laughs>
0: It's pretty cool, like, <laughs> like, like seeing these names. It's like, oh, like another T.Y. name, like Tyrion and Tywin, you know, like, yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: And the father um,
1: man freaking got with her friend.
2: Mm hmm. Um,
0: I know. Right. And then had a the couple babies. I mean, like, but, you know, you expect that. Hey, we've seen Stranger Things, right? We've seen like a brother well, and sister actually well, have kids it together. Was, so. It was
1: actually yeah uh, guy, Jamie. But it was actually good though that if anything got with her because like that other little girl he was gonna get with she was like what oh my god Jesus Christ so awkward I know <laughs> right so what your,
0: so what'd your mother tell you oh she said I, I didn't have to uh uh bed you for another two years
1: oh god what the hell dude I guess a trippy ass
0: <laughs> I know dude but I mean and then you got to think that the king is thinking twice about his um who he wants to put as the heir to the throne like because when they were. Hunting for the um the stag or whatever, it wasn't yeah. white. It wasn't white because he was hunting it for his son. So I was like, "What the hell?" And then, sure enough, when Rhaenyra is he- headed back to camp, sure she enough, the white she sees the white stag. So it's like the symbol of royalty. Like, okay, so it's kind of we're thinking, "Yep, she's the one who needs to be on the Iron Throne." Yeah. So, but it's a good one, dude. Damon, oh, Damon, you know.
1: he he wants it hell bad. And I mean, the thing is too is Damon's winning people over. Like, you got uh man, I'm. I'm gonna butcher his name. I'm gonna try his name, but of course the brother man with the blonde locks and right. his people. I mean, mm-hmm. Damon's definitely won all those guys over, See, especially.
0: What, what's his nickname? Like the sea snake or the sea something? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah. So yeah, so
0: no, but but definitely um, because well that guy's been around the family for so long because he's Forever. married to the, he's married to the
1: cousin, right? So I mean, and he is. He's one of those like, oh, you want to be married to her? You want her on the Iron Throne? He is straight up no bullshit. Mm-hmm. But no, Damian, especially, I mean, we talked about how he killed, obviously, the fra- crab-, crab feeder. I'm saying it correctly. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the crab feeder. But yeah. I, mean, I mean, I just
1: love the plan. There's like These guys are just bunkered up in their freaking cave. They're not going to come out. And he just basically so sacrificed just, himself, just, bro. Yep,
0: here's his sword, and then boom, nope. Bro, bro, bro,
1: he the guy hit by an arrow a couple of times i mean when all those arrows were going at him come on that plan shouldn't have happened but (laughs) right
0: yeah i mean i'm really enjoying it and then you knew the dragon was coming too
1: it's good so far it is good uh i like it it's not slow for me actually because i uh even when they're just like talking i'm like okay i'm actually like understanding like what's going on like describing stuff explaining stuff
0: so how do you like um We've had three episodes in, but it, it spans like years, right? Because like between episode two and three, they Mary already had they, they already had the, the 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 brother, and then they are and she the friends also pregnant again, and then when we saw the season previews, like Rhaenyra, the actress who plays her, we're not going to see her for much longer because she's going to be grown up, grown up like the girl on the ship. That's mm-hmm. older Rhaenyra. so it's like, how do you like that? O- obviously, Game of Thrones
1: is moving fast, bro. Because the first episode they said. This is like a hundred and 100 and
0: 172 years before so now we're at of, like 150.
1: Like, we're slowly, slowly, slowly getting to where, like, I mean, we're not going right. to catch up to we're going to get to any no. characters, of course, but no. it's just like, yeah, it makes you just think of we're going to be getting introduced to hella new characters. We actually have to, right? But, but I think it's cool because. Like why draw it out,
0: right? Like if you're oh, getting yeah. to like an end goal and you know they only plan on doing a season or two or whatever, then that's fine. Go ahead and do that. So mm-hmm. in the first three in the first three episodes, if you want to span it over, uh, you know, three, four, five years because At they least. said that because remember they were doing they were in that war for like three years without any help, and so the king's kind of having his doubts. Like it's been like three years. Like why do I want to send help now, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so we'll see when we watch uh, yesterday's episode. You know, this week, how many more years yeah. that they that they uh
1: you know progressed. So well, I just want to see what's next with Damon. Show. Damon, I, I, that first episode, I'm like, this is a little punk ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, yeah, but nah, he's actually a pretty good villain. I don't even know what to call him, but nah, he, he's solid though. I like him. Yeah,
0: what I will say is, I watched the first two episodes of the uh, Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, yes. on Amazon Prime. Did you watch any of that?
1: I threw it on, but I got caught up in the middle of something, probably work related or something. I had to turn it off. But how do you like it? Because I'm actually hearing some good things. It's it's good. It's it's the story of
0: uh, what's her name, um, Kate Blanchett, uh, like when she was younger. You know, that okay. like the you know the the witch lady who like oh, like you know that lady like Lord of I the did, Rings. Yeah. So it's her younger, and then um, and then the other elf. Um, that ah, crap. I, fr- I forgot his name, but he's in the Lord of the Rings movies. He's the one who is like the elder, the elder elf in the Lord of the Rings saga. Uh, it's when they were younger. So, the
1: movies, are hella, long.
0: So right, the the movies shows, are hella long. Are they good? Are they slow? Or are they pretty good? It's pretty good. Um, They just defeated, you know, uh, Morgoth, I, na- I think his name is. And then Sauron was like one of the leaders of for Morgoth, right? And they thought that all the orcs were gone. Um, but now there's rumblings of like orcs taking over other small villages and stuff. So so uh, definitely the second episode was better than the first. Okay. But we'll keep but we'll keep it going because I know that when it premiered, it, it released two episodes at once. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so we and so we decided to kind of drop everything and uh, do that. Um, and as far as Marvel's concerned, man, I'm behind. I'm only halfway through the season of Miss Marvel. And then we have to watch Thor and then we have to watch She-Hulk. I'm like, I watched kinda, episode I'm one f- of
1: She-Hulk. Actually, I did God. watch it. I kinda like it. Behind. Like, is this cool. Well, it's, right.
0: Right. And yeah. then we get Charlie Cox's daredevil in like six of those episodes. So like, we'll he's be in talking it.
1: Talking about that. Yes. Right. So, yeah.
0: So, I mean, that's kind of his introduction and stuff, but so far so good on the things I've watched. I think, I think we'll talk more about, uh, the boys, you know, I'm in s- episode four of season three. We'll talk about it so that way we can kind of get through the whole, um,
1: you gotta finish it for sure, bro. It is like the, like the whole season. So good. Right, so. It is right. so good. I love the boys, man. That's that's yeah, that's a good one.
0: Okay, cool. So that's pretty much it for what we've been watching. And now, uh pretty much to end the podcast and the entertainment news, we have some news uh of D twenty three. So for all of you like Mark, he's gonna get excited because he's going to Disneyland, you know, one of the biggest Disney guys that we know. You know, but like
2: <laughs> all the entities. Advent, uh- avengers land being updated to expanded. yeah
0: right okay so we have news to talk about so um we have news uh dealing with the parks we have news dealing with the with marvel with star wars with disney and pixar films so wherever you guys want to start kind of throwing out like oh what we can expect or whatever um go ahead man
2: before we get into D23, Mike, I thought you were going to give the fans your weekly update of Top Gun Maverick again, brother.
0: <laughs> I'm done with that, dude. I, I I didn't see it in the news, so I'm not going to report it. I, I hope yeah, that no, it's, no, it's, no
2: reporting on
1: it? You're good? S-
0: still up there. Still up it's there. still in the theaters, though. I mean, why not? I mean, if people yeah. are still going to see it, why not?
1: Still making money, right?
0: Oh, man. I don't yep. know if you listened last week, Sean, but – Top Gun Maverick is the only movie in history to be number one in the, in the box office, both Memorial Day weekend and Labor Day weekend. So it crossed like 15 weeks still Jeez. being number one at the box office. Pretty crazy.
2: That's pretty that's, cool, actually. And,
0: and that's pretty stress, tough, too, because you know, it's cause years long. and years. You've got the summer blockbuster. You know, you, you you normally have like those ones coming out in June, July, August or whatever that would then overtake that movie. But Tom i don't Cruise know if it's a right lack here, of movies that came out whatever Tom Cruise or it's right that here good. big
1: chilling right that's great um
0: yeah so d23 was last week uh it's the it's the yearly convention that they have where it's not like comic-con but it's like a smaller version of it but that's this where they have a lot of panels that they announce uh numerous things in all of the disney entities so you have marvel like i mentioned marvel star wars um Disney Pixar itself, and then of course, the other theme parks. So, I think I'm going to go ahead and highlight some of the things that we heard from the actual parks. Mm-hmm. So, that way, when Mark goes in October, Sean goes in November, and I myself go in um, February of next year, something that we can actually look forward to, you know. So, um, but what's coming to Disney World? If you're going to be in the Orlando, Florida area, happily ever after, we'll return to Magic Kingdom next year. That's one of the fireworks shows. Uh, That Tron light cycle run that they've been working on for years now will open up spring of 2023 in Magic Kingdom. Um, A new Nightmare Spectacular is in development for Epcot and will debut next year. Figment, the little dragon, their little mascot down there at Epcot. Figment will make character appearances starting next year uh, at Epcot. Um, Let's see, what else do we have? Um, When Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens at Disney World and Disneyland, so mind you, if no one knows what this is, Uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure is taking the place, it's their theming Splash Mountain, uh, uh, to, the, the theme is gonna be, you know, the Princess and the Frog. Um, so when Tiana's Bayou Adventure opens at Disney World and Disneyland in late 2024, it will feature the familiar voices of many of the actors who worked on The Princess and the Frog. Uh, this is coming from USA Today. Um, Disney executive creator, produ- uh, producer, creative producer Charita Carter said the attraction, which is replacing Splash Mountain, also will use mists like a painter's canvas to create this amazing sense of aura, which is going to be a different from anything that you have ever seen in an attraction. So it's pretty cool. So Disney, ca- um, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. Disney is also exploring retheming the, uh, of Animal Kingdom's Dino Land that could incorporate Zootopia. And Moana. So that's pretty cool because I've always wanted to go to Animal Kingdom. It's one of the parks I would really be excited for if I went there. But and and I love Zootopia. So that's pretty much Disney World. And some of the uh, highlights from Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, a towering Hulk will begin making appearances at Avengers Campus next week, as early as next Next week. week. So now you're going to have. Yeah, next week. So Mandalorian and Grogu from the Mandalorian will begin making character appearances at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge mid-November. Sir, boom, you're going to get to see the Mandalorian and Grogu, Sean. Uh, I can't be taking a picture with
1: Grogu for sure.
0: Right. While every Disney park will celebrate Disney's 100th anniversary starting next January, uh, Uh, Disneyland will be the heart of the celebration with platinum infused decor, new looks for Mickey, Minnie and their pals and two nighttime spectacular shows, Wondrous Journeys and World of Color one. Uh, let's see a new multiverse centered attraction coming to Disney, California Adventure Avengers Campus will allow guests to fight alongside all the Avengers against every foe from every time period. According to Marvel Studios, President Kevin Feige, who joined uh, tomorrow on stage at D23. Uh, quote, and you're going to meet a new villain, King Thanos. This is a new version of Thanos for the very first time coming into the MCU via this attraction. This is a Thanos that won, and the Avengers are not too happy about that, and you have to help them. It's pretty cool. California nice. Adventures Pacific Wharf area is being reimagined as San Francisco from the movie Big Hero 6, and guests will have the chance to meet Baymax. That is freaking awesome, because I love going over there and getting like my, mm-hmm. my, my, ch- My chowder bread bowls. Awesome. Uh, Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel will will be renamed Pixar Place Hotel when its reimagining is complete. You'll quote, you'll feel like you walked right into a Pixar art gallery. You'll see new interpretations of characters like Woody, Buzz will be there. Um, Mike, 22, Miguel, Dante, and all the Disney Pixar characters that you can think of. I I stay there.
2: Right. right. I liked it.
0: Yeah. Um, And that's pretty much it for like the actual park. So you guys start throwing out uh, different, you know, uh, things from uh, D23.
1: Yeah, for Marvel, Star Wars, kind of, you know, a couple of the big things that people like. We obviously had the season three trailer for the Mandalorian, something to be excited for. We also had for Marvel, the new trailer for Secret Invasions continuing on. We also had uh, the Marvel's Thunderbolts talked about as well as Loki season two, the first look on that. And to what Mike mentioned earlier, I know uh, his uh, new appearance in the She-Hulk Daredevil. There's going to be a new Daredevil show, guys, and it's going to be a basically start over. It's going to be the same characters as the Netflix show, but it's going to be basically like, kind of like starting all over, basically. So we did mm-hmm. talk about that. And I, I think what? how many episodes?
0: Eighteen. It's going to be eight. S- super episodes. long, right? And like Andor going to be like, 12,
1: which is so I, I like how they're getting a little a little longer. I like it. And speaking on Andor, that's actually uh, another show that's coming out that I think may have been the most buzz Star Wars related, with three episodes premiering on September 21st. So that's going to be super, super exciting for people. Uh, what else did we get? It looks like we had another uh, trailer, yeah, for the new Black Panther, The King is Dead. Of course, uh, Indiana Jones, number five. I know Mr. Emotional... Uh, god what's his name god i um, harrison ford mm-hmm. i know he was talking about it i mean th- i think this might be the last one i mean <laughs> he, he 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 is old bro <laughs> he is super old but i know he i think he had like an emotional interview on it and kind of all the things that went into it the emotional aspect to it but yes there was a trailer for it so we'll see how that goes uh mark definitely feel free to cut in i know uh the new avatar they talked about that also that's right, going to be yeah. huge. I think they're replaying the older Avatar in theaters sometime yep. in the next month or something.
0: A couple weeks, yeah, they're going to re- yeah, replay it. So um, I, I will cut in, in the Thunderbolts, that the movie that's coming out in July yes. of 2024. The lineup is crazy. So we saw um, Elaine from Seinfeld, uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She's in the in the lineup. You have Ghost. That from the Ant-Man and the Wasp, you know, that villain, uh, Red Guardian and Black Widow's younger sister. Both of them yep, are going to yep. be in it. Winter Soldier, U.S. Agent, who's like the kind of fake Captain America from Winter Soldier and Black Black Falcon Winter Soldier TV show. And then uh, the villain from Black Widow movie Taskmaster. So all these uh, characters, we already know who they are, but they're coming together for this kind of dark superhero uh, uh, movie. So it's, I, I nice. think it's pretty cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah, man, and
0: you got Mark, and,
2: man, I got you know what I got for the fans. I got the news on Disney and Pixar Entertainment News that was released at D23. So if you guys are ready for it, I'm ready to deliver. it. It's kind of a lot of stuff here, guys. But coming up June 16th next year, so a little bit less than a year from now, we got Elementals, lady and gentlemen. It's the first look, Ember and Wade. Played by Leah and Lewis, guys. It's pretty much a kind of a little love story about a man made of water and a woman made of fire falling in love. So, um, gonna be kind of fun there. We'll see how that goes. Kind of sounds like every normal relationship in, mm-hmm. in the world, yeah, <laughs> right? Um, fire and water. I mean, yeah, earth, <laughs> wind, and fire. Here we go, guys. Win or lose. This one looks kind of fun, man. Especially for like your daughter uh Maddie here, Mike. Um mm-hmm. uh Pixar, it's gonna be uh filmmakers Michael Yates, Carrie Hobson, and David Lally. Win or lose is a series coming to Disney Plus, and it's a Pixar series that follows a young co ed softball team. Each episode will observe the exact same story from the perspective of a different character. Will Forte starts as Coach Dan in Win or Lose, so that's going to be pretty good. And next we got here Elio, not as an Elio Nevis, your uh, four-time winner (laughs) at uh, the Indy 500, but Elio, a boy who finds himself transported across the galaxy and mistaken for the intergalactic ambassador of our planet Earth coming out in spring of 2024 Elio stars America Ferrera and Jonas Kibreeb so um that one looks a little bit fun um little kid kind of a, you know I mean what do you guys think did you guys see that one or yeah. have you guys
0: yeah no I saw he has like an eye patch on right
2: yeah yeah I mean kind of kind of cool little story I guess don't know if I'd theater it but I'd be willing to watch it right, right. um yeah Um, We got Zootopia Plus, guys, coming to Disney. uh, Oh, yeah. And it's pretty much uh, the mammal metropolis of Zootopia and Zootopia Plus. It's a short-filmed anthology series for the kids, so check it out, guys. It starts around Thanksgiving, November 9th, 2022. And speaking of 2022, let's go on to 2023 with Owaju. Owaju, Journey into the Futuristic Version of Mm -hmm. Lagos, Nigeria. With the yep. first look of Disney animation and Kugali Zuwaju. It's an all new original series that's going to stream on Disney Plus, guys, in 2023. Um, you guys heard of that one? It I, looks, did, I did. It. I did. Like, like the still shot was like a little kid and like a like yeah. an older brother or a dad kind of running through the streets. And it that's looks what like. I saw. It, yeah, it looks like the it's. The coloring gonna, looks so
1: dope. The man, animation looks so co- really oh, cool
2: Sean. One. Sean. Me and Sean always say that. It looks like it's going to be one of those uh, Encantos, right? It's like, oh, dude, It, it, it drives me crazy. I love it, man. It is so dope. HD, Vision, XDR and whatnot. Um, right. Strange World, guys, November 23. It's Disney's big movie this Thanksgiving. Strange World. Um, It's a light-hearted, fast-paced It's Clay... What does it say? The Clay family escaping a group of what looked like aliens mixed with spiders and the dynamic was comical... Strange World Stars. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Strange World Stars, Jake Jennenhall, Dennis Quaid, Jabuki, nice. Young White, and Lucy Lou. And it hits oh, cool. up. Oh, so it's, um, nice. it's got a cast of characters in that one. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm going to save the best for last, but we got one more to go before we get there. Mike and Sean Walt Disney Animation Studios reveal the first look at Wish. They're all yeah, new. This one I'm excited Their all new animated feature film explores how the iconic wishing star came to be. The showcase ended. We're not the comic bookie showcase because I got one more to go, but this ended with a preview of wish and Ariana DeBose came out to sing the theme song of an upcoming film set for fall 2023 release. Wish is will be, wish will be an Easter egg filled Disney adventure that follows Asha, which was played by DeBose, a hero who calls to the stars for help. Disney seemed really excited to this one, so I can't wait to see the final product. This was written. All this information is coming from Buzzfeed.com. Uh, author uh, Carlton Jamal. So, uh, you want right to say something
0: on Wish? Yeah, that one right there is set like before any of the other, like set in the timeline before any of these other Disney movies came oh, to be. Oh,
2: really? So, nice. in b-
0: b- before the time of Snow White, before the time of Zootopia, Ooh, wait, it was before like, was that? Like, It's like the it's like how the wishing star came to be. Right. So before Pinocchio's time, it's like set before all the time, before all of our universes and all of the Disney uh, settings came to be. Right. It's
1: funny because I will say one thing it's like how stars align the wishing star. There is actually a very important part of the new Pinocchio movie on the wishing star. So that's really crazy that like I was like, oh, it's like an aspect of wishing star like. All right. And they're actually making something on it.
2: So, yeah. Definitely uh, definitely not by accident. All right. And what's the last one, Mark? The very last one to round out this news and probably the podcast, guys. One of my favorites. One of my daughter's personal favorites. Mike probably knows what it is. Disney's Pixar Inside Out 2 coming out summer of 2024, which is probably our argument for the most popular Riley next to Riley Curry. This is Riley. Where she is based on the teenager now. So man, that's gonna be oh, cool. see how she grew up and whatnot. If she's still into hockey, if she's still playing with the sticks over there. But uh very mm-hmm. fun. I really am myself and my daughter, and I'm sure you also, Mike, really enjoy the first one. So there it is, man. Summer twenty twenty four. That's gonna be my personal favorite on the list. Mike is wish, and I don't know who Sean. Sean, I think Sean wants that Elio.
0: And then and, and it, <laughs> Keep a uh, look out. I don't know if we mentioned it, but keep a look out this year. Um, Hocus Pocus 2. Yep. And then also I saw a thing Percy for the Jackson, se- the, the Percy Jackson Olympians and um, the Santa Clauses. Tim Allen is back with another. Oh, I think it's a series. I don't know if it's, it's a movie. I, I think it's a series. Yeah, the Santa Clauses. So I know I know we missed a couple of them, like Loki season two armor wars. We missed a couple, but. Just go online and search it. You'll be able to find it. But that is episode 160 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Fellas, take us away, please.
1: Episode 160, man. I think it speaks for itself, man. All the sports, especially week one of the NFL. Super fun, super special. But man, talking about D23, I think that may have been just a cherry on top. Everyone loves Disney and just all the happiness it brings people, except for obviously our wallets by the time we're done with Disneyland. But no, definitely good times with my brothers tonight. Like it always is. Uh, I can't wait for week two because it officially starts tomorrow with us doing ad drops and fantasy uh, for us getting ready for the upcoming week. Gambling and yeah, to the fans. Definitely. Thank you for engaging and definitely happy you guys joined the super contest. We had a goal of 40 people. We got 53 people. We got Navarro Bowman people, 53 <laughs> So we're definitely happy. It's early in the season. Mark, Mike, you know what, Mike? You might be 0-4, but you can still win the contest. You can still win those 200 yeah, bucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, definitely, guys, keep engaging. Keep supporting us. And, hey, man, let's go,
2: boy hey brother those Navarro bowman numbers are nice but hopefully next year we'll get those uh alex bowman numbers if you know what i mean so um nah thank you guys uh ladies and gentlemen all the fans around the world of the comic bookie podcast we are welcome to have you each and every week here um always man share the podcast uh it's a little late now but you can still start on the same foot with mike um it's <laughs> the contest but uh Yes. Thank you, guys. Uh, if you guys want to reach out to us, as always, you can always do that on social media at the comic bookies at, on Twitter, on Instagram, if you will. If you want to email us, the comic bookies at gmail.com. you can get connected with us. And uh, yes, thank you. Um, like uh, Sean said, get ready to handicap. You'll probably be listening to this on Tuesday and Wednesday and uh, get your picks in. And, um, yeah, have some fun. And, uh, I hope you guys all go 4 and 0 next week in the contest and we appreciate you. So thank you guys yes sir so let's uh round out the podcast with a couple of the numbers so
0: over the last 10 episodes here in the united states we have the bay area is back up to number one sf oakland san jose new york has crept into the second spot the sacramento area number three el paso texas has crept up into Damn. the top five so number four and also back in the top five is washington dc so from coast D.C., to coast we are here for you to collide the worlds in sports and comics thank you so so much for listening watching and supporting us 160 down Cheers to the next 160 fellows. So uh, for Mark and Sean, this is Mike. Episode 160 is done. Enjoy the sports. Enjoy the comics and enjoy the hell out of each other. See you all next week for week three of the NFL. Bye. Peace.
2: Peace. Always enjoy each other and enjoy going 4-0 because I hope everybody does. We love you guys and stay safe. Enjoy week two. Peace. Peace.